The Mood and Food podcast is sponsored by Igenis Healthcare Nutrition in Cambridge, UK. Igenis have kindly agreed to offer listeners to the podcast a special 20% discount on their complete range of high-quality supplements for your mental and physical health. Just add the code ADVITALITY, A-D-D-V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y in capitals at checkout and your order will be discounted by 20%. And the website at igenus.com contains some great articles and health information too. That's I-G-E-N-N-U-S dot com. Hi, this is Andrew Bridgewater with the third lesson of Mood and Food. And in this session, I'm going to be talking about gut health and the link with mood, not just short term mood, but long term mood. We often talk about mood disorders um, being anxiety and depression and low mood, medium mood, high mood. Low mood is um, prolonged mood. Low mood is often a symptom of uh, depression and anxiety. And actually, there's a massive link with our gut health here. And this is information that I hadn't come across, but once I did and I put it into practice, it's made a magnificent difference, not just for me, but for clients and people that I work with. So the gut actually houses over 70% of our immune system. Now that's enormous. And the gut is also the gatekeeper of inflammation in the body and brain. Now, I'm not sure if you realise, but inflammation is actually a prime cause of uh, mood disorders like anxiety and depression. And if you can manage inflammation at source through what you're eating, what you're thinking, what you're drinking, then you're putting yourself in a much better situation to deal with severe stress in your life without having to resort to things like CBT or drugs. So many people experience inflammation, which is driven by the consistent release of a stress hormone, cortisol. Now, cortisol is one of the two main stress hormones, the other being adrenaline or noradrenaline, as it's called in the United States, which is released when we experience severe stress. Now, we were designed for those hormones to be released every few days as a hunting species when we needed to eat. Um, not every 30 minutes of the day, such as when our boss yells at us, when we have a crisis at home, when the car breaks down, other sort of experiences in life which often can trigger the, the release of cortisol. Now, too much cortisol can actually uh, lead to what we call a leaky gut, leaky gut syndrome. Um, and this is not only dangerous, but it's actually very bad um, for our, our mental health. So what I'm going to talk to you about is, is the mechanics by this works. Now, there's, there's something called the vagus nerve, which links the brain not only with the gut, but other vital organs. And it's a two way street, the vagus nerve. So if you think about it, something like irritable bowel syndrome, which is strongly associated with stress and pressure, is a very good example of the brain triggering something in the gut. But we also have things like gut feelings. We also know in our gut that something is right. So the link works both ways to and fro. Um, and in fact, this information has become so prevalent that in 2005, the Federal Drug Administration in the US approved the use of vagus nerve stimulation as a treatment for 
depression and anxiety. Now, I'm not advocating that you get your vagus nerve stimulated. What I am saying to you is that this information has a very profound impact on your ability to manage severe stress, anxiety and depression. Because once you can start to manage your gut health, you can use the vagus nerve for your benefit rather than it working against you. So some tips to not only um, help heal a sick gut, but also reduce inflammation and boost mood. Um, eat more prebiotic foods. Now, what I mean by that are foods that contain indigestible fiber, which encourage the growth of good bacteria in the gut. So examples of that would be artichokes, flax seeds, asparagus, apples, onions and leeks, white rice and white potatoes. So if you incorporate items from that list into your daily diet, you are giving yourself the optimal conditions for a healthy gut. So make sure that your diet uh, encourages friendly gut in the bacteria. So one thing that you can do there is eat fermented foods such as sauerkraut, probiotic yogurts and avoid sugar and processed foods which are actually detrimental to gut health. Now there's a lot of talk about um, probiotic yogurts at the moment. Look for ones that are low in sugar and also low in um, artificial sweeteners. If they're high in sugar or artificial sweeteners, you're actually replacing one problem with another. So um, eat the right sort of healthy fermented foods. If you can get good quality sauerkraut, or better still make your own. That's great if you like it. Um, lactic acid fermentation is the one key process by which foods become probiotic rich or rich in bacteria. So it's the lactic acid being fermented, which is the key thing. Now, if the foods that I've just described are difficult to get hold of or not particularly appealing to you, one thing that you can do is supplement with something called acidophilus. Now, this is something that I got from uh, a regular health food store, the one that's uh, in the high street, initials H and B. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Um, it's relatively cheap. This cost me about uh, seven pounds, I think, sterling. It's about eight, nine euros. And um, it lasts for two months. There's 60 tablets in here. Now, what each tablet contains is 20 billion, 20 billion friendly bacteria. So one of these a day is a fantastic way of keeping your gut healthy. Just try it. Get hold of them. Take one a day for, for a couple of weeks and see how you feel. And uh, make some notes in your Mood Notes journal or your, your Mood Notes app. Um, and you'll be amazed at the difference. So um, what this does is it supports gut health um, by increasing the amount of healthy bacteria in the intestines. And as I say, there are 20 billion plus friendly bacteria in each of these tablets. So one heck of a lot. There's even a new term for this whole area of well-being and health. It's called psychobiotics. And if you want to look into it a bit more, research Dr. Kelly Brogan or Kelly Brogan, MD, American doctor, has written a lot about gut health and well-being. Um, really, this whole area of probiotic bacteria, it, it has a massive positive impact on mental health. And little, little used, little understood at the moment, but I want to give you the sense of the power of it. So start to increase your consumption of things like uh, artichoke, asparagus, apples and onions, white rice and potatoes and flax seeds, natural flax seeds. 
Um, you can just uh, drizzle flax seeds or sprinkle them over your food. Very easy uh, way of supplementing. Again, you can get that at a regular health food shop and watch the difference. And as I say, it's classic slight edge stuff. You're not going to see this today or tomorrow, but increase gradually in moderation your consumption of these uh, foods and you will feel the difference in your brain and body before very long at all. So in the next lesson, I'm going to be talking about food combining for mental clarity and energy. So again, your homework for this lesson is to keep writing, keep making notes in your journal or your mood notes app and get hold of some acidophilus. If you um, want to increase your consumption of um, probiotic foods, uh, or, or actually take some of the foods that I've been describing. So I hope this is helpful and I look forward to seeing you in the next lesson. Bye for now.